Hello, and welcome to the fourth installment of our six-part podcast series entitled The Sexual Harassment Saga. Congratulations! If you've been listening to the other segments in this current podcast series, you've now made it over the halfway mark in our series on behind-the-scenes stories of sexual harassment in the workplace. In this fourth segment of our Sexual Harassment Saga series, we will address the employer's dual legal duty when it comes to responding to an employee's workplace complaint. Anna is being sexually harassed by her boss, Ted. Anna remembered that her employer, Big Bank Enterprises, had an HR hotline that she could use to report her boss's offensive conduct to Big Bank's Human Resources Director. Anna made a complaint with HR about Ted sexually harassing her. Do you know what HR's next steps should be in response to Anna's complaint? As noted, the employer has a dual legal duty to 1. Investigate what happened and 2. Take prompt corrective action warranted by the results of the investigation. Big Bank should notify Anna that it takes her complaint seriously and that it will conduct a thorough investigation, including requiring Anna to write out each instance of alleged misconduct and identify any witnesses to the misconduct. After speaking with the complainant and any witnesses, Big Bank should then meet with Ted, the person accused of sexually harassing Anna, and give him an opportunity to respond to Anna's accusations against him. Once the employer has gathered all the facts, appropriate action should be taken consistent with employer policy and practice, any governing contract, and is warranted by the outcome of the investigation. Even situations that do not rise to a level of unlawful harassment can still be considered inappropriate for the workplace and constitute a violation of policy for which disciplinary action is justified. The outcome, which can run the gamut from a review of internal policies to termination of employment, or something in between, depending on the results of the investigation, should be documented. And, any disciplinary measures should be noted in the applicable personnel file, although investigative notes and statements should be kept in a separate investigative file. Be sure to check out our other segments of this podcast series for more information on the employer's rights and obligations when it comes to handling a variety of sexual harassment issues in the workplace.